Why? Oh my God. <laughs> to get them all riled up. So you just get them all riled up. They start charging you. You charge them. <laughs> <laughs> they catch up to you. I guess they're on land. Oh, they're a lot quicker than you think, dude. You <laughs> wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Where was your clink, Matt? I didn't hear it. Oh, I didn't say it. We invited someone on to have the clinks. And what do we do? <laughs> we don't even get a clink out of our guest. Crash. Oh, Matt. Shit. You ruined it. We wanted to do something extra special with you today. This is why I couldn't be a fucking actor because I'd forget half my damn lines. Well, but like, is that like by choice? No, I would I would just like do my own thing or like why wouldn't you do what your job? I, my memorization skills are shit, dude. I don't know how I made it through school, honestly. Like Yeah. Well we know because we told you literally maybe less than a minute to clink <laughs> and uh, you didn't clink. You know, we wanted to do something special because today's a special day. It is one year of wandering. The Wandering Ways podcast has been going on for a year. Uh, Matt, buddy, has been through a lot of it. I think this is like his fifth or sixth time. Um, Matt, Matt everyone secretly, probably knows Matt intimately by now. Yeah, I hope the Wandering Ways community uh, has a great love for you, Matt, because we bring you on more uh, more than they want, I think. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, uh, I think I'm curious about what they think about me because of the shit you guys say when I'm not here. What do we say when you're not <laughs> That's there? That's the real fucking question. <laughs> what do we say when you're not there? Oh, well, I know that my old shitty car got brought up at some point. Never. <laughs> not once. That thing was talked about all the time. No AC, you know. I mean, you were the only one driving it. So, like, maybe you were the only one talking about it? It got brought up by people. I know it's happened. But anyways, yeah, so it's been a year. We've done a lot in this year. Uh, Matt Buddy's been on a lot uh, with us, whether it's been just like me and Matt, Zach and Matt, or the three of us all together. Um, we have been going out. I mean, shoot, think about this. Matt had a Bigfoot running this in encounter this year, which is wow. exciting news on the Bigfoot front. That was my first one ever. Yeah, well, I, I think you had that one, too, where the hair on your neck stuck up a bit. Well, I told, or I told Mark my ghost story, so yeah. you're referring to that. <laughs> I'm referring to the one you shared on the podcast. Yeah, you told oh, that the one. one where you were just yeah, driving and you noticed it. Oh, it, I guess I did have two then. I yeah, just I was saying. Yeah. You saw Bigfoot this year. That's great. We, but we, it was a different had, type of encounter. It yeah, we didn't different. see Bigfoot. We just had a Bigfoot encounter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we saw some cool shit along the way. Yeah, we did. We, we had some we, cool shit in nature along the way, too. Well, mm -hmm. we did uh, We did Glacier together. And Bobby. Bobby came along with us. Oh, well. that's right. You can't forget about Mr. Bobby. Yeah, no, we went to Glacier. Um, we went to Glacier. What did we we ended up? What did we end up doing? We did Avalanche Lake. That's right. We did Avalanche Lake, and then just a random hike off Highway Two. Uh, we hit up <laughs> Olympic National Park together, us three. 
facts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else have we done together? We've um, done a lot of... Uh, well, we went to Yellowstone right after Glacier, the three of us, but we oh, had more people then. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys were together, and I was with I was with our friend Yolo uh, and and the car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, great. It was a it was a good year, a good year of wandering. We saw, you know, I I I got how many new phone screensavers from all the pictures we took. <laughs> um, I probably blew up Instagram. Uh, like that's what like people don't get with my Instagram is I design it for you to to follow what you want to follow of me, right? Like, do you want to follow my Jeep? Do you want to follow my person, like me personally? Do you want to follow the nature side, the wandering way side, or do you want to follow the art? And when I blow it up, I mean, I it's, it's cause like guys like you guys are watching everything. So you're seeing all the nature photos come out. I try and spice it up and do it different ones on each one. But uh, it was a good year. It was, it was an Instagram heavy year. It was, and it was interesting with Glacier because it was a COVID year. And, yeah, COVID and there were, wrinkle and everything this year. The restrictions of only seeing like like less than half of the park you are. Yeah. Olymp Olympic was that way too. We were we didn't go in any right. other centers. We that yep. one beach was closed. Uh the reservations were closed. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I mean it was an interesting year for sure. I mean it was a mm -hmm. it was a good year to launch this. Uh I know it's something that we've talked about and wandering ways goes beyond wandering ways into Quartz Lake and uh, the OGs know that story, uh, <laughs> but essentially Quartz Lake has uh, been around five years, you know, putting on nature shit, and uh, here we are, you know, doing more cool shit in nature, you know, and a year later, our podcast still going strong, and we got we got followers, guys. You you're out there, you're listening to us. We do appreciate you, each and every one of you. We know you're not Matt, but <laughs> yeah, that's probably the biggest thing, like. I remember starting this thinking like, okay, we'll probably have like five people like the whole time just listening, you know, uh, it was something just for kicks and giggles, really. Um, it was our, our daily, it was our phone call is essentially what it was is, you know, basically every podcast episode we've ever had, that's basically a phone call between me and Zach. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it's almost yeah. spot on. So we decided to uh, try and monetize it. Um, surprisingly, we have made some money. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. I, I enjoy talking about nature. I mean, what I like is the debates me and you have because uh, <laughs> we can get pretty stuck in our ways sometimes. And uh, I know I'm leaving the I, the Zoom call like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Like, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm done with it. Um but then there's times where it's like, fuck, man, we got to talk episode and talk. We, we talk for another hour or two after the call. Um, and what's shitty is like how many times we've talked about things in nature where it's like, man, if we would have just recorded that, that would have been the episode. No, right. we're probably missing a good like 10 episodes we could have had. <laughs> Shit, man. No, I just think about how like you're talking about the arguments and stuff. Man, all three of us motherfuckers are stubborn as hell. Like, yeah. but we are. Like, all three of us are stubborn in our own weird ways. Like, if you really think about it. Like, we're, we're, we all have something. We all have something, man. We do. We do. But that's what makes it, that's what makes it interesting, you know? That's what keeps everything on our toes, all that. 
Um, you know, I think it's it's more of the OCDs, the different OCDs we have. Oh like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. You know, how particular we have to have things. Like I'm a, I like some of my plans have to be particular, and if I do things out of order, it's just not right. Um, I get it. I think <laughs> I've seen it with our planning. So. Oh yeah, you guys have seen where I live. I have like shit on lock, dude. I have like a little place for everything, and then my little yeah. piles are organized in a weird way that like I can tell if someone has been there because it'd been moved from its place. I know I live with you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I live with you. I, I, I know exactly uh, what's going on. <laughs> Shit. How long did we actually live together? Like not long enough, I guess. I think but just like, one year. It was the one year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was just the one year. It was the the year Zach went back to Montana. Um, okay, 2015, 16. Yep. Yeah, can yeah. beat the ducks. No, no, we beat the ducks in oh six fall of sixteen. Fall, yeah, fall, yeah, fall of sixteen. Yeah, yeah. No, we. Uh, I mean, it was a good. It was a good time. It Living. was. I, you know, we all lived with each other at different times. I haven't lived with Matt, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> You're missing out, man. Matt's right, right, right back at you, Zach. I, I think we'd be. Uh, I don't think we'd get along living together we, well. No, I don't think we would either, dude. <laughs> I really don't. Zach you know, would be blasting his music, and I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to chill over here. I'm like, you don't, <laughs> you don't clean as enough as I like. Yeah, I hate cleaning, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a very. I have to have things clean. We've gone on some good uh, smaller trips this year, too, you know. Um, I mean, Matt, you and I have – we've gone to the Gorge. That's um, right. We did that together. Uh, we did – I know we got one that we're about to talk about here real soon, but I feel like we did another something else, too. Well, we went to Top Golf. I don't know if you count that as a nature excursion. No, but that, that was also with Zach. <laughs> Zach was there too. I feel like yeah. we did do so. I don't know. I'm blanking on it, but I feel like well, we went to Silver we, Falls out in Oregon. We uh, went to Zach and I went to Silver Falls and the coast, and we took his cousin to the coast for the first time ever. Yeah, which was pretty cool, actually. First time seeing the world's largest ocean for him. No, yeah. he's seen it from Hawaii. Oh, um, oh, okay. But honestly, it was literally the shittiest weather day at the Oregon coast. It was like raining sideways and like uh, but that's also like typical. Yeah, you guys just gave him the real coast experience. <laughs> that's true. That's you know, true. Speaking as a coastee, like what better way to know what the coast is like than like did you give him clam chowder? Did you take him to clam chowder? Yeah, we went to most. Mo's Mo's sideways rain. Um, you know, you kind of hit the coast. Found some seashells. Yeah. On the beach. Yeah. Hit the shops. That is definitely it was a day. Saw the sea lions in Newport. Did you mess with them? It's Newport. They're 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 a little more protected there. Oh yeah, they're a little harder to get. That's when you know it's a real coast experience, though. You go and mess with them. That's what we used to do growing up all the time. What would you do? You go and charge them. 
Why? Oh my God. <laughs> to get them all riled up. So you just get them all riled up. They start charging you. You charge them. <laughs> they catch up to you. I guess they're on land. Oh, they're a lot quicker than you think, dude. A sea lion is a lot quicker than you think. <laughs> so they're just like fucking Jerome Bettises running around in the animal world. I think that's a we got to get Matt, Matt and you out there. I'll film. <laughs> I mean, I actually don't think yeah. you're supposed to mess with them, but well, obviously we, uh, I mean, that was kind of the, our thing. We'd go to the docks <laughs> and we just, right. uh, cause they lay on the docks. You just charge at and yell at them and then they get all pissed and charge you. <laughs> <laughs> they just give up. Uh, no, we end up running away a lot farther. Dude, they'll mess you up. Well, obviously, they're like twice your size. Yeah, they'll mess you up pretty good. You know, you got to stay on your toes. Yeah. yeah. We didn't do that when we were at the coast. We just enjoyed them from a, a nice uh, view of the defense. Oh, I, I went That was an average football practice for us. <laughs> <laughs> Works on agility. Works on agility. I went to the Lewis and Clark uh, National and State Parks there on Memorial Day weekend. That was on my own. But yeah, no, that's that, always that, a trip. I mean, that was, you know, that was cool. I would ride my bike and go mushrooming, which I've talked about on the podcast, mm -hmm. um, out that way. Yeah, you told me some good spots over there. Oh, yeah, this is a great mushrooming area. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I've gone forging, forging actually in that national park. Um, oh, yeah, we found some lobster mushrooms. We is found some drills. Yeah, you're allowed to forge for mushrooms um they have a they'll have a sign and they tell you like the times of year you're not supposed to forage oh. when you can mm -hmm. um i've seen morels out there uh i mean i used to go running out there lewis and clark national park that's a good one uh go see fort clatsop you know fort yep. clatsop's pretty cool i mean it fits along with pompey's pillar i haven't gotten out there uh this last year but i uh it reminds me of all the great uh, interviews we had over the last year too, uh, including a bunch with Matt Buddy and the, the the folks out there and the Lewis and Clark connection. And I think that's kind of a, a cool connection that me and you, Mark, have come across is like the Lewis and Clark one, you being from Seaside, me being from Montana and how uh, the two, that, that trail, that journey, that experience of traveling West uh, kind of correlates and exists with our journeys and, Matt, too, you know, just being the native that hops along and joins the journey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I it's funny because I I grew up more south, which is along the Applegate Trail. And oh, that trail, which, you know, was people that split off from the Oregon Trail and they went to California. So, and a lot of my family's from California. So it just makes sense. They just followed it up north eventually. Yeah. Back, back up north. Yeah, there's the Lewis and Clark Trail, Applegate Trail, Oregon Trail. You know, all I know about that is you want to make it far enough so you can start hunting. That was the point of the game, right? Dude, I loved hunting on the Oregon Trail. I used to have the computer game. and oh, I did, yeah. too. You did? I, I hated it when you had to ford a river and you just got, got fucked up. Like, well, <laughs> you lost all your wagon and all your shit. I was good about buying what I needed though, because it's like I, I would I would go far enough in the game to know like I could stock up, you know, at Joe's Fur Trapper. That's hey, from you guys know they're remaking it. Are they? Yeah. yeah, they're remaking it, and 
I heard I heard that it's going to be a little bit more friendly towards uh, the Native Americans. Well, it uh, better be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the old one, it's like you just got attacked by a group of Shoshone Indians, like and killed your whole family. <laughs> yeah. No, I heard. I heard it's going to be. I heard there's like I guess a point where it's like from the native point of view. I think I'm not percent oh, sure on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but uh, they are. It gonna... might be more like trading going on, or like you meet a group and you know they're just like wanting to let you pass through kind of thing. Because there is those historical accounts of like the attacks happening, but I think they were more rare. Then, like, it was blown more out of proportion. The attacks were happening because the white man was manifesting West and saying, This is mine now. Oh. And right. it's like, That's right. mine. We grew up here. <laughs> like, right. What the fuck? You know, well, I do, that's our trade like, I do think there were like certain tribes that were more notorious for being like, you know, like the Comanche, for example, and they're way down south, but like they were known as like very aggressive people, right? And other yeah, tribes were but not. That's also from what perspective of history, right? Oh, yeah. The Comanches dealt with the Spanish uh, conquistadors, right? And mm. the Spanish conquistadors were very. Oh, they were brutal. Very brutal people. They were brutal. Um, and I mean, if you're going to be fighting brutal, you better fight brutal back, you know? So I can imagine, and then the stories that were written, you know, if they're going to chop your head off, well, we'll chop your head off, because <laughs> it's there's a language barrier with war, especially yeah. back then, right? Yeah. You don't understand what they're saying, so a lot of the physical violence would, mm -hmm. would communicate that, and, it, and then that's how it's documented, and it's, you know, documented right. from the victor's standpoint, or the white man, or the Spanish conquistador standpoint. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fun facts. Oh, for sure. Fun facts. <laughs> All I know is I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get that game. That game was the the best one of the best ones like ever made. So it's like it, it was so fun. Well, they have the card game. It no, but it doesn't. I, do want, I want the computer. Oh. I want the computer. <laughs> Cards. That's too much work. I gotta flip it out of deck. I gotta flip it over. There's probably like other things I got to remember. Like, no, when the game comes out, you bet yeah, I'd be watching that one, coming back, playing it. That was one of the few games we were allowed to play growing up. Of course. You know? Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Because of like, Oregon? What? Because you're from Oregon? No, it's because I was fucking homeschooled, man, and and religion and all that, all that stuff. I mean, you got to go through. You had to go through the Great Salt Lake. It's Mormonism. Oh God, on the game. Yeah, oh right. Hey, I met a girl recently who told me she was Mormon, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is awkward because she actually seemed kind of cool, and I'm just like, that's a deal breaker. That. That's a deal breaker for me, man. Like, I don't believe in that shit. You might get uh, your what they call Jack no, Mormons. You might hey, get no, uh, I should say no offense to any Mormons out there. I know Mormon people and they're good people, but you're just a you're just the way you talk. Um, right? You know what isn't a deal breaker though? Lassen National Park. Oh, <laughs> you're second not, park. It Lassen National Park, which is the main reason we have Matt on. 
uh, because Matt and I were able to scamper on south of where I am and into Northern California to a park that honestly probably gets forgotten about by most. Uh, well, I, I think the park, because California has a lot of national parks. And people talk about Joshua Tree, they talk about Death Valley, they talk about Yosemite, Sequoia, even to the point where the Redwoods kind of get shit on because of how the units are broken up. And like the Redwoods that are by San Francisco aren't as cool as the ones up north. Uh, and then and then you hear Lassen, what? The yeah. fuck's that? <laughs> and then there's even one out towards like Monterey Bay, too. Uh, it's like there's oh. Pinnacles or something out there. Oh, yeah. Newark. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, Lassen and then the Pinnacles, which I'm pretty sure that's not what it's called, but it shows you how forgotten it is because I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Matt and I, we went to good old Northern California into the Lassen National Park where we climbed the good old peak of Lassen, which uh, honestly, pretty sweet hike. Yeah, I'm it, I, I, I'm interested to hear this because I didn't go. It really was um, uh, like I thought. Mark, what do you think for a first timer mountain climb? That'd probably be a good one. Yeah. Oh heck yeah! I used to think the South Sister was a good starter mountain, mm -hmm. but like I would, if you're like just want to experience what a mountain is, it's your first one, and you're just scared shitless kind of of it. Oh, Lassen, because it's it's five miles round trip, where South Sisters six miles one way, twelve yeah, miles. Yeah, right. You know, and it's a doozy of a climb. I mean, you're doing two thousand feet in two and a half miles. Um, you feel that? That's kind of similar to what we did in Hawaii. Uh, I think oh. so. I I don't remember. That you know, um, this one was steeper. For sure. Because, yeah. you know, when we, the one we were in Hawaii, uh, we had some flat parts. There were just those parts in Hawaii where it's like straight up, you got to climb a rope. So that probably oh. really jumped, but you don't feel that the same you do with like just, when you're just constant up. It's just constant gra grade. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, it is. It, there's not a single flat point. On yeah, that. it's just like kind of like just here. switchbacks. You may get, you may get kind of like some but you're still going up the whole time until you get to the top damn even the trailhead at the beginning it's like parking lot boom up <laughs> sounds fun though oh it is it's worth it um it, it was uh we we it was a good day we could see mount shasta there was some smoke in the general area ton of um, smoke yeah and it was hanging like to the north and to the south of us um but we couldn't really smell it. It wasn't like influencing our view in that spot in a way. So, well, I got up uh, not too long ago, and that was kind of how I was uh, being up that high. You could see the fire smoke, and there were some nearby fires. Um, but kind of, it's kind of cool actually how you see the smoke fill up the valleys when you're that high up. Yeah, how it moves through them. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, to give you an idea of kind of how thick it was, you know, Mount Shasta, which is above 14,000 uh, feet, you know, we couldn't see. The only thing we could see was the top because it was oh. just a thick band of fire smoke. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, just like clouds, like cloud coverage kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it looked classic clouds, um, but it's a darker and it sits more, it looks and sits like fog, but it's up high. Well, and the opacity is just a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, like Matt said, we didn't really get bothered. Right. I didn't, I didn't mm. notice any of it at all. Well, that's nice. That's 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 nice when you're able to do that because uh, we're dumb humans and we start fires, you know. And yeah, I don't know how those started. Um, Probably human. I don't know. You know, being out in that area, there's really not a lot of people. Um, yeah, but that reflected in the park too. Oh, was yeah. It nice. Yeah. And I, you know, with that you guys are talking about i kind of wonder mark it, i wonder if that's just a park because it's like so far out of the way from like i5 from you know it, it's really sits out there like in a very remote part of california and well a remote part of the country too because you got to think well, like yeah california eastern oregon well, southern, southern oregon is not populated that much yeah either. it's it's a very remote area yeah and uh, that's, you know, as a lot of people may know, this is the region many down there call the state of Jefferson, <laughs> you know, because it has like a reputation for that. And, uh, but I just think, I wonder if the fire smoke in any way hindered visitors that day or if it, that, right, it, or if this is a park that's just less visited than others well you know, I'm, I'm willing to bet it's kind of both i bet it's less visited just in general because again of where it is um it's away from i5 that kind of deal and then because there is so much cloud smoke in the area i bet some people that maybe would have gone see that and go like it's not going to be worth going because i mean like mm. you know a lot of that park is pretty high up you know yeah. we were sitting at um like ten thousand on the top of the peak but you know you're most of the time between five and eight thousand feet for that park yeah um so but it, it was nice you know i think the peak hike is like the big ticket item of lassen because mm -hmm. uh, i mean they have like what looks like a brand new parking lot and it's a pretty big parking lot um but I mean, we didn't have any trouble getting uh, parking. We could have pulled through, in fact. Um, and what uh, What else would you do there? I guess I'm curious. Like, like, is, does Lassen have to offer? If you're kind of saying this is the big ticket item. Yeah, there's some cool meadows, um, like random meadows that are just really cool. And then Matt and I noticed on the map uh, there's a hike that kind of splits the difference of the park um it kind of where there's the road goes you can literally leave a car at one end of it drive have another car there and you can like just could do a through hike essentially to your other car um and i think oh. you get through a real cool part like you go into wasn't it called like paradise valley matt it, it was called paradise valley and it went through this more forested area with meadows and there are these like alpine lakes along that hike oh wow yeah because yeah. you could see like where that hike would go from lassen's peak mm -hmm. oh, so cool. uh, yeah and it, and it goes downhill so it'd be a really cool sightseeing one 
Um, but yeah, really, like Mark was saying, the meadows were just like, they're all so lush and green and just beautiful everywhere there. There's yeah. all these I bet, I bet early spring uh, or springtime would be nice with the wildflowers because I was up in the Beartooth not too long ago and the wildflowers are starting to be peak. Uh, if you look at my video of when I'm sitting on the kayak uh, and the Beartooth Fountain in the background, you can kind of see the hills with the different colors of the wildflowers. It was pretty. Oh, yeah, that, uh, that sounds really nice. Yeah, I love a good wildflower. Well, I mean, I'll have to definitely plan a trip with you to go to Lassen because you're down there um, because I want to do Lassen. You guys are talking it up. Sounds good. It sounds like it's a smaller park. So maybe a day or two is all that's really needed um, mm -hmm. is what you're making it sound like. Yeah, that's all you really need. Um, and we didn't go. We did uh, from the peak south to the other visitor center from the south end. We didn't see any of that part. So yeah which a section we didn't see yeah it looked like there's some lake um lakes there i think there's a couple other peaks you can climb mm -hmm. um but outside that you know it is a cool area uh because as you're driving through the park there's just random giant boulders and oh, they're just throughout yeah. like the forest and then there's a giant boulder and that's mm -hmm. from when the the mountain blew uh, see that's that's kind of crazy because you come over to like the Stillwater area here in Montana you get that same kind of boulder-esque feel um with Yellowstone and the big um, the way they were pushed by the mountains yeah well it's I, get, I get what you're yeah. saying but this one's a little different because it's like oh, the yeah. rocks are like weirdly spread out but there's yeah. a lot of them yeah, there they were. Um, it, it's almost like you know the separate occasions. The mountain blue, just like random chunks. Like what was that one called? You said that was still steaming there. Yeah, there's you know, one yeah. along the road that when they that you can stop out, and it's a it's a big rock. Yeah. Um, Vince and I stopped at it when we did our trip, but it's called the Hot Rock, and that's because after the eruption. Like a couple days later, I believe, they went to the rock and it was still steaming. So uh, they call it hot rock. <laughs> wow. I, that'd be cool. I mean, yeah, I, I, you're, you're hyping it up for me. Uh, what else is there to do in the area? I mean, you got Shasta, Mount Shasta, Shasta less than there. like maybe actually an hour away. Mm -hmm. um, so and Shasta's got a ton of cool stuff in general. Uh, and then you could boogie on over to the Redwoods. That's like four, maybe five hours. Um, yeah. It's kind of, it. looking at the map of it after I went, it sits like directly in between Redding and Reno, Nevada. Okay. It's like right in the middle. And, and what's really fascinating that I forgot about is Lassen is technically the last peak in the Cascade Range. Because I thought it was more part of the Sierras, but there's actually a bit of a gap. And further east, the Sierras start near the Nevada border oh, oh. more. So yeah. it's kind of interesting how they designate that as the last Cascade Mountain Peak. Well, is the, is the Sierra Nevadas, um, are they volcanic? I don't think so. I don't know if they are. They're, now, they're very rocky. Yeah. They're very like, like Zach, that 
Pass in Montana by Butte with all the rocks. Homestead Pass. Sierras have a very, yeah, very similar kind of thing. Yeah, I don't um, think it's um, a volcanic, you know, like the Cascades are all volcan like true volcanoes, all, whereas yeah. like, you know, the Rockies is the plates. Yeah. Oh, right. Rockies are the tectonic plates coming together. Yeah, and so yeah. I don't know if the Sierras are plates or if they're two volcanoes, and I am I want to lean towards plates. Yeah, I, I do too yeah. because of how they're formed and with the San Andreas Fault. The but, San Andreas Fault is exactly what I'll be saying, yeah. So it makes sense why Lassen would be a volcano that erupted in the Cascades. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Wanderers, for checking us out. Uh, make sure that you are hitting that like button, that subscribe button, leaving us a review on the iTunes, on the Spotify's, or wherever that you are checking out this podcast today. Uh, we really appreciate it. Any kind of feedback, uh, we love it. Uh, make sure to check out the YouTube so you can see our uh, beautiful faces instead of just listening to those beautiful voices. But uh, hit the like and subscribe button there, too, to see all of the fun Wandering Way stuff. Yeah, on the YouTube too, make sure to check out those videos like Mark's amazing 30-day road trip where he lived out of the back of a Jeep. And if you want to commemorate it, go ahead and pick yourself up that Wandering Way swag in the Linktree bio, click the swag button. If you're just on YouTube or Google or some sort of thing, go teespring.com slash wandering ways. You'll find us. You'll find socks. You'll find shirts. You'll find whatever you want to put our logo on and you can have it for sure. And maybe you only like one of the wandering ways team members here and you want to check out maybe just me personally, because obviously I might be the better one. Uh, check me out. Reverend Marcus on the Instagram, on the Twitter. I got some fun stuff there. Hey, and you might be into Jeeps. You could check out my Jeep, the Rougarou. You might be into adventures. Check out Zach of Wandering Ways. Who knows? You can find it all with us at Wandering Ways, the nature podcast. Yeah, let's keep wandering on. Alrighty, we are at, um, I think, the best segment of it. Um, I was torn you know, because it is the one year. I wasn't sure if we wanted to do like a couple different cool shits in nature. Um, I have two lined up, um, but I wasn't sure if we wanted to do more than two today. Um, I mean, they love it. The fans love it, you know. I mean, again, arguably it's the best, the best. So, Matt, uh, you know, it's it's classic. I think we done, we've done it before where we've done a, a video and a picture. So this yeah. time, same thing. We're going to start with the picture because uh, I think it's a great picture and it kind of brings a smile to my face. All right, Matt, you know the drill. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it's just a little line cub, like roaring, you know, snarling at the camera. I think it's yeah. a, just an adorable little picture. It's a good shot. I don't think it's shot in uh, Africa, though. I think it's shot... Uh, That's probably a wildlife safari near where I grew up. Our a pet. I mean, <laughs> who cares, guys? It's a cute, adorable <laughs> photo. You guys are picking like, oh, I didn't go to the savannah. <laughs> God dang. Just it enjoy the photo. It is, a cute, it is a cute picture. 
look how cleaned up. Or is it like a cat that they beefed up? You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah, a house cat that they just have. Yeah. Um, I don't know, the ears. I like the ears. Cute ears. I guess I'm never going to show you guys cute pictures anymore. <laughs> Dude, this, this guy. Oh, no. What is this? So this, we've done something like this early, early on. Um, we watched uh, Iceberg kind of come out of the water and uh, we talked about we talked about the wave and how we wanted to see it next to a boat well this time we've got the wave it's not oh. the same one but holy fuck yeah oh, these guys wow. are in a boat and they are hauling ass to get away from that wave well because that wave is designed for the big iceberg Oh, well, I mean, it's a tsunami is essentially yeah. what it is. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, right? I don't know. I mean, they're right, they in the boat. What are you thinking? Get the fuck out of there. Right, right here? Okay, yeah, Matt, this is you in the boat. You're kind of seeing that the iceberg is falling. Well, honestly, I'd probably be doing about the same thing as this guy because I would not expect a wave, honestly. Okay, now you're what? noticing the wave. What are you thinking? Well, yeah. now I'm like, oh, fucking shit. Oh, fucking shit. That's oh. Look at that. It's going over the ice. What yeah. sucks is he's dodging the ice field. Oh, yeah. he. I, honestly, I kind of wish we knew the how these guys turned out. No, yeah, because uh, look at – there's pieces of ice in the water, too. Obviously, the footage is – good so they probably are good that's a good point you know um oh man that's a good point i never thought about getting the footage back because uh honestly watching that video i feel like those guys wouldn't have survived <laughs> no um but i mean you could ride a wave like that out it just sucks yeah I mean, they just had a lot not going for them. One, well, they had a like giant the wave chasing them down. Two, they're like trying to do the world's hardest Mario Kart course on a boat. When are you? When you were up in Alaska, what was the like biggest wave you experienced? Oh, nothing. Nothing even near that. Well, but like what? I mean, you, we got some waves where you you, you go way to the side and way to one side. You know, I, I don't know the footage. Uh, I just remember going like, why the hell are we picking fish? And I can't even stand up straight because I'm getting thrown around this deck because we're getting these huge wells. Oh, yeah. Just where they like the boat dips down and goes up. Like, yeah, that stuff. I mean, if you've watched Deadliest Catch and you see those giant waves they hit, that we hit similar waves. We don't hit as big, but our boat's not as big as theirs. So proportionately, they're the same. Right. Just we're all toned down. You're just, you're, you're good. You'll be good. You can take on a tsunami. People live tsunami. Did, did you get, were you a seasick guy, Mark? Did you get sea? I got land sick. Oh, oh of course you did. did. I when got you... land sick. So I get, what would happen is, I'd be out on the boat so long that I got used to the rocking. And so when I got back to land, I'd still feel rocking, but I flat out would know I'm on flat land and I'm like, this is not supposed to happen. So I'd feel really <laughs> off. Mm. Um, 
for like a couple of days, I like hang on in the shower. I'll take a shower and I'm like holding on because I'm afraid I'm going to fall. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah. It, it, so I got land sick because I'd feel queasy sometimes because of it. Well, it makes sense. You're used to probably just rocking and then standing still. Your body's like, why are we rocking? Yeah. No, I mean, my ears still think we're rocking. And so uh, when we get back to land and you're not rocking anymore, your body's like, no, we're still rocking. And until it figures out that it's not rocking anymore, it, it didn't last long, you know, a couple of days at most. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was completely fine, but I didn't get seasick out there. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Matt, you seem like the type that gets seasick. I've never been on the ocean in a boat. Oh, well, right. actually, well, I've been on a ferry in up in the Puget Sound, but I don't know if that really counts. We um, won't give it to you for this case. We won't just because you're salt water. Yeah, it's I not the know. ocean though; it's the sound. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. it's not as intense. Yeah, I'll give you half a point. Okay. I'll give you half a point. I although I I will say, growing up, like when we would drive, you know, the northern coast of California through the redwoods, there's some windy ass highways down there. Like uh, all of them are. Some of the windiest roads I think in the states are in northern California coast. Hundred percent. Those right? roads, they're the worst. Getting in and out of Humboldt is just a windy mess. Regardless yeah, of the direction you go, left, right, up, down, le uh, you know, diagonal, pick it away, right? it's winding. There, there's a road from this town called Leggett over to Fort Bragg. Yeah. It, it's like 20 miles of switchbacks. My Maybe. dad drove in a truck. You know and how many so, times I've what? heard that story? You know how many times I've heard that story? Oh, you've heard it before, haven't you? Every time we go to the Chandler tree. <laughs> <laughs> So only like once, because you've only gone once, I know. Before, right? But we well, have to be back on the road so he experiences that shit, because it's something else. But I've been there. It long is. story short, and the point of me bringing this up is we would go down there with my dad driving, hauling ass on that road. I would not get car sick, but my brothers would. So I'm just like logically thinking if I'm on the ocean, I might be okay. If it's I have that kind of it's stuff. A, it's a little different. Um, yeah. We puked when I went. We went out of Depot Bay one time. We chartered a boat, a uh, fishing boat. And uh, it was, I mean, we puked. I remember that. We fished. Josh puked hot, hella. My dad puked a little bit, but like, Ugh. it wasn't bad. The worst, the wor I mean, I've puked on a boat, but it wasn't because I was seasick. It's because someone else was seasick. And I'm an empathetic puker. So if I see someone puke, I go, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. <laughs> That's just mental. That's all mental. You can fix that. <laughs> well, what it is, is it has to do with like the noise and like the smell. Yeah, um, the smell's the worst. The smell is the worst. It's actually like a biological thing. Like there's a whole thing. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, like why is it that people will puke when they see puke? But it's not like they'll shit when they see people shit. But we'll sneeze sometimes when other people sneeze. Yeah, right? Or yawn. So like yeah. there's these weird things and it has to do with certain certain like movements and smells is what it has to do with. Mm. Well, 
I think it's time to wander our way back to uh, Lassen Volcanic. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's time to wander on back because while we were there, which is super cool, uh, we saw a bear. Yeah. We had a little bear encounter. And I got to say, Lassen, um, seeing a bear in Lassen was a lot more enjoyable than seeing a bear in Yellowstone. And we didn't even see that bear very long. But the reason why it was more enjoyable, no bear jam. No bear you know jam. You know it's the worst bear jam, and we've experienced them. The ones up in Glacier. Yeah. Because the people will still be looking for a bear, even though the bear's gone. Damn. Yeah, yeah dude, it was, it was, um, we're just driving along, you know, and there's like one car stop in front of us, and Mark's like, what are they looking at? I'm like, I don't know. And we drove a little bit. I'm like, oh, there's a bear. And it's right. And it was just this little baby bear hanging out by this dead tree, this dead log. Yeah. I'm just going to go to Yellowstone and go to the spot where I always see bears. Mark doesn't <laughs> see a bear. I, no, you never see bears there. You know what was crazy about it, though, Matt? Like where that bear was, literally yeah. just around the corner, there probably had to have been a good 50 people. Really, oh, I know people less than a hundred yards from this bear that they could see. <laughs> they, exactly. They're just like, there's a really cool meadow, so I get yeah. why they're into the meadow at that point. But like, they're not far from the bear. <laughs> Dude, this is something I've noticed. Like, people, they're not like. Sometimes they're not aware of their full surroundings. It's like they're so focused on the one. It's like take a look around. Like there might be something right around you too. We don't. We don't realize a, a bear playfully batting at you can kill you. Yeah. The the claws are that sharp. The hey. force of that paw is that strong. It can't be that bad. Khabib wrestled one as a kid. Khabib is different. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's Russian. Yeah. <laughs> he's Russian. Um, but anyways, Matt, you know, we're not going to do a full Wandering Ways review because uh, we just really kind of don't have that time. Yeah. Oh, it's the, it's the year. Give it to them. Give them the time. They can um, celebrate with us. All right. Because <laughs> it is the year, we can do it. Um, I got to find my, uh, my list here um, through all my notes of, okay, here we go. Matt, this is for you, buddy, because you experienced Lassen Volcanic. I did not. Mark experienced it. So you guys are going to give that scale, that one, two, three, four, five scale. You know, five usually being the best or the most, um, one being the worst or the least. You know, that's typically how we do it here on the Wandering Ways podcast mm -hmm. review system, the WWR, you know, the reverend coming in hot with those quiz questions. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's actually been in on like a Wandering Ways reveal. I know. Um, Just hyping it up. But, you know, because we got that listener who's listening for the first time. First, say, thank you. First category. <laughs> first category in the Wandering Ways review, the WWR, is the awe factor. Five oh. being like, <gasps> and one being like, uh, you know, could have just left it to a picture. Um, what are you giving it there, Matt? I would say um, on a one to five, 
I would give it probably a three for just the overall off factor because if I did I going into this visit, I was like, it's probably like a two for that, but like just because like I'm like this actually has stuff to offer. This park has uniqueness to offer. Um and so yeah, I give it a three. I get that. I get that. Uh, I'm only giving it a two, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. I'm giving it a two. There's nothing <laughs> there's nothing that gets me even remotely like ready to swept off my feet. It is very cool, you know, mm-hmm. the way the rocks are laid out, being at the peak. It's cool being at those mountain tops is always kind of like an awe, but it's not adding anything to like I mean, it's probably the uh, thing of the park, um, but nothing swept me off my feet about this um, park. So that's why I'm only giving it a two. Mm-hmm. Going to the next category, the crowds. Okay, so this one's a little bit different. The more stars it is, so a five star, like no crowds at all, people didn't bother yet type deal. And a one star being like LA traffic. All right, so for this one, um, pretty kind of had this one figured out. I would give it a four for that because I will say parks like the Redwoods, I think, um, you know, maybe a little bit Olympic in there. I even like, it's sort of like those ones really don't have crowds. (laughs) Because the Redwoods have all those sections. Sometimes there's no people in sections of it, right? So that's why Lassen definitely, I thought there would be a little more people than what there was. So I think a good solid four. It's a good park generally if you want to get the experience, but you don't want the crazy crowds of, uh, you know, a, a Yellowstone or Yosemite kind of thing. 100%. I'm actually giving it a four as well. Um, because I mean, there were people there and I mean, the hike we went on was a very populated hike, um, but I never really felt like crowded, um, Mm -hmm. going up and down, being at the top, I never felt crowded at all. So even though there was actually a decent number and there's really just like one spot that has a decent amount of people, Mm -hmm. even the visitor center we went to was not crowded. So it's like... Honestly, I think that area, if you're trying to beat crowds, enjoy nature, just that last and Shasta area is probably a good chance if you just want to get away from people. Yep. Uh, next kind of category on the WWR. Um, chance of seeing wildlife. Five being you're basically at the zoo. One being um, there's just nothing living. The moon. <laughs> Um, I would, I would give that a three because, you know, I going in there, I'm like, okay, this is, this is a nature area. This is a wilderness area, but I was thinking, well, the rocks and the peak and it's Lassen volcanic national park, right? So the volcanic stuff, the rocks is more of a thing, but you know, we saw it, Mark saw a deer up toward the top of the peak um and then we saw the bear and so honestly you know deer everywhere but just seeing the bear alone was like okay there is some wildlife here 
and we're seeing him. So I get it right in the middle for me. I'm giving it a three. Uh, I'm right along with you. I mean, I don't, I don't think people are going to this park for wildlife. Um, you know, you're yeah. going for the volcano. Um, mm-hmm. But that being said, being there, you have a decent shot at seeing something because there's mm-hmm. just not a lot of people around. Um, I mean, shoot, we saw a bear. Uh, oh, you know, so. we saw the butterflies up on the peak. Yeah, the butterflies on the peak were really cool, uh, even yeah. though they didn't sit still, so I couldn't get a picture. <laughs> um, I tried. I was chasing butterflies up there. <laughs> Is there active vol- uh, lava, or when was the last time there was active lava there at all, or if any at I all? I actually think it's technically active. Mm-hmm. Um, from what, I'm, from re- what I read, out of the Cascades, they're all technically somewhat active. Yeah. Um, but there's two that have kind of a lava dome that is more active than the others. And that's St. Helens. And then I'm told Lassen. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when we were up there, we thought we saw steam when we were yeah. up there. Um, but we didn't, I, maybe we didn't look, we didn't look well enough to see any kind of lava dome. But I don't think you'd have it as much, I guess, in the Cascades as you would like Hawaii volcanoes or even Iceland for that matter. Yeah, it's an older uh, mountain. Yeah, so. different type of, uh, it's more ash. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 it's true. Yeah. No, like Mark was saying on the east, I think on the east side when we were walking up, we saw like some steam and then toward the top, we're like, there is a sulfuric smell. Oh, Yeah. And we were smelling, and, and, and there were some little spots up there past the butterflies we saw that looked like little crater things or something. like. Oh, the lava domes. Lava dome, like a little bit had that going on, but, you know, we didn't, like, go over by that edge or look at that, really. But. We saw some of those at Mauna Kea, the lava cones or domes. Or, oh, okay. They're kind of formed after the eruption. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, there, there were those. But um, actually, like, at the peak, there were some kind uh, of, like, areas is yeah. what he was talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. There, there, there are a ton of those domes uh, within the Cascades. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, next category on the WWR Wandering Ways Review is the views. What did you think of the views? Five being picture S, Kodak moment, amazing. You're going to tell everybody, anybody about it. One being, uh, you know, could have just left it to like a little Polaroid picture. <laughs> oh man, this this one's actually a little bit hard to answer for a couple reasons because you come to the park doesn't mean necessarily you're gonna hike the mountain we did, right? And so you get the views of the meadows, you get views of you know along the road through the park. You know, we did hike the mountain, but there was some smoke. And so on a clear day, you probably could see a lot more, right? So, I mean, for me, it's really hard to say, but I bet it's probably an awesome view on a less smoky day, especially at the mountain. But I'm just going to give it a three right okay. now, right in the, right in the middle, because I there's just a lot of, it's hard to answer that one. I feel it. Factors. I feel it. Um... It's a four for me. Uh, you know, mountain views are always amazing, uh, especially the Cascades, because it's such like it's such a wide 
like or not wide but spread out range so it's mm -hmm. unique being just in the cascades where it is kind of a spread out mountain range um but you had great views of lakes and meadows from the top being at the actual lakes and meadows when we we're driving through they're gorgeous lakes and gorgeous meadows as we've said so like there is a lot of beauty to this park um so that's why i'm giving the views kind of a four you know, it, it is pretty uh, tree -y, so it's not like their views aren't like all the time banging. Um, so that's why it's getting only a four for me. That's fair. Uh, next one. I mean, we only did one of them there while we were in the park, but I guess we're going to rate it. What would you think of the hike? Five being just a stellar hike. Can't wait to do it again. One being like worst day of my life. I was just puking the whole way down type of deal. Uh, I didn't give our hike a one though when I was puking the whole way down. No, you didn't. I, I would give uh, Mark and I's hike a four. And uh, I, I, it was a solid hike. I mean, Distance-wise, it's not super long. It's probably a more medium, moderate, you know, five miles is probably in that middle range. And uh, it's just a lot of uphill. So, I mean, on Mark saw me, like, in, about in the middle somewhere. I was getting a little lightheaded, I think. I didn't drink enough water. and Maybe a little uh, altitude coming up, you know, kind of thing, getting used to. So, uh I was fine after that. Had, yep. Hydrate or dehydrate, people. Hydrate or dehydrate, man. <laughs> so, but I got over it, waited a few minutes, and we, you know, we took our stops on the way up, and it was, it was enjoyable. I liked it. Good. The people along the way were, were okay too. <laughs> there were some interesting ones. Oh, oh sure. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, you know, for me, the hike. Uh, I'm giving it a four out of five. Um, I'm giving it a four out of five. It's a great hike. Uh, I think if you want to experience a mountain and you've never done it before, that's the one to go and try. It's a good five miler, so it's not long. It's just two and a half up and two and a half down. There is no flat part in it. So, you know, it is a little bit harder. I, you know, personally, I just like to get out and go long distance. So that's why it's not getting that like five out of five because I just want the distance out of it. Uh, mm -hmm. That's that's just a personal thing. I like having a little bit more distance. The, ele the elevation game was solid though. Um, I highly recommend it to anybody. If you're going to Lassen, go to the peak if you can. Um, so, but four out of five for me on hike. Is that, is that a four out of five? Because you're like, you know, next time I'm there, I want to do a different one. Well, yes, I do want to do a different one. But in, in reality, um, depending on how long I'm in that area, I could squeeze that one in real quick, and I'd be okay with that. Nice. Um, you know, it took us it took us one hour to have almost three hours just to do the hike. Mm-hmm. That was three hours of like moving time. So, you know, we hung out at the top probably for close to a good hour. Um, so, you know, you could, that's an afternoon or a morning or an evening, depending on what you want to do. So I would squeeze it in if um, no problem. 
Uh, next category is accessibility. Uh, Matt, what do you think of the accessibility? Is it accessible to everyone? That's our five. Or one, you better be Bear Grylls. <laughs> I think, um, I, I mean, for the most part, I think the park was fairly accessible. Um, you know, again, unless it's like a hiking trail. I mean, the roads in there were good. It, they had, you know, the parking areas. There were some meadows that, you know, they only had so much room, but I don't know. I think generally accessibility, I don't know, three and a half, somewhere in there, you know, it generally was accessible for most people. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd give it a three out of five. Um, you know, you have to, the minimum requirement is you just have to be able to hike. Um, that's the minimum. There's really only is hiking to do there. I mean, mm -hmm. you can go in the water, have a lake day. Um, yeah. I guess. But, you know, like even the hike we did, you know, there was a wide range of skill in this hike. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's a one that if you wanted to do it, you could take it slow and just take your time, enjoy the day and get up. Go a couple, take a break go a couple, take a break, go one, take a break type deal. Um, so the accessibility is there, but, you know, most of the hike is just, or most of the park is just hiking. So, you, you know, you have to be able to hike really um, meet that requirement. And then you can do pretty much everything in the park. Cool. Um, next category, uh, this is a returning favorite, a fan favorite, probably the best category of the Wandering Ways review, but what is the Bigfoot possibility? Five being super solid chance of seeing them, oh. one being not not at all. Man, for this park, well, I'm, I'm thinking a little bit to answer this question. You know, the Northern California area, it's more toward the coast that's known for, you know, the redwoods and, and the sightings in that area. But I feel like there's been sightings in the Shasta Cascade region as well, because there is enough forest there. You know, I was surprised how forested it was in that area, honestly. Um, I thought it was gonna be more of the pines kind of scattered, but, you know, once we got up toward Lassen, I was like, dang, there's like trees here. You know, yeah. and uh, I think it's very squatchy area. Honestly, you got the lakes, you got deer. I, you know, I'm gonna rate it a three out of five chances of seeing Sasquatch. Three out of five. Three out of five. Man, I thought you were gonna go higher the way you were talking. About <laughs> uh, you almost made it sound like no doubt about it. No, if it was closer toward the redwoods, I'd give it a four or even a five. Really? See, yeah. I, I'm actually going to say five out of five. Yeah. Um, yeah, because there's a lot of trees, a lot of opportunity to hide. Um, not a lot of people in that area, uh, you know. And then, yeah, this is probably yeah. just a little bit of a bias thing, but I read like a book when I was in middle school um, about like seeing Sasquatch near Mount St. Helens. It was a, it was like a little Sasquatch community book near St. Helens. 
oh. it's a volcano, Lassen's a volcano. Maybe there's okay. a little community of these Bigfoot out there. So that's why I'm going five out of five because I really feel Bigfoot could be out there. Yeah. Not, the, not the fact that sightings have been also recorded there? No. <laughs> our, our boy Big can be anywhere. <laughs> vacation right now. No, that's a solid, solid rating. All right, last one, probably the most important, the one everyone's been sticking around for. Overall, what'd you think of the park? Oh man, overall, um, these ones are these ones are tough, but you know, again, kind of more toward the first question or two, I was going in thinking it was like a two, but you know, I I think. I would rate it like a three out of five. Generally. Overall? Yeah, overall, a good three out of five, you know. Um, There's other parks you'd see before it, but you'd probably come back kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a park, like like Mark said a bit about the hiking. Like, there just seems like some pretty awesome hiking opportunities there. And uh, I want to check out all those meadows and some of those areas off the main road and you know maybe the other end of the park where we didn't go so there's some curiosity there still that will bring me back that's no that's solid um honestly i'm going four out of five uh, yeah this is a sneaky park uh you know not a lot of people know about it for one and then two when you hear about it it's not really gets you that excited to go when you hear about it, when you put it on paper. But when you go, it's sneaky. We, I mean, this trip we had was a hell of an enjoyable time. Um, makes me want to go back, check out those other hikes. Um, you know, this, is, this is a sneaky little park, and uh, people need to give it the respect it deserves. Um, and go and check it out for yourselves, because I, I really don't think you'll be disappointed. I, I think it's like an underrated professional athlete. Like they're disrespected. Yeah. But they surprise you every time. Damian Lillard. Perfect example. You know what that means? Time for another commercial break where we get to tell you to like, subscribe, and review our podcast. Whether you're getting that podcast on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, WhatsApp, whatever podcast app you use, you can make it happen. And don't forget, this is also the time to let, uh, let you guys know that you can pick up that Wandering Ways swag at the Teespring. Make sure to check it out. The link is in the bio down below or in the episode description. It's even in the show description, too, if you can't find it in the episode. But you can go on there. You can get your sweatshirts. You can get your uh, shirts. You can get long sleeves, short sleeves. You can even get some socks. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, highly recommend. You will be impressing everybody at your next bonfire with some Wandering Ways swag. You know, and if that's not enough, we're going to tell you to follow us individually on our social medias. You could check me out at the Ruguru or Zach of Wandering Ways. You know, check out the adventure firsthand where there might not be any ads. Exactly. And who doesn't like some good free pub? I need the follow followers to go up. So I'm going to throw out Reverend Marcus, check me out on the Twitter, on the Instagram. 
Um, I do some cool stuff. So please give me the follow. All right. We also do not cool stuff. Yeah. But anyways, uh, let's keep wandering on. Well, it is the year uh, anniversary. And I thought what we could do is come back to an old cool shit in nature. One that we've done. Now, I know we haven't done cool shit in nature all the whole year, um, but it is a fan favorite. And we're going to go with the one that you, the Wanderers, said you liked the most. Um, and so that's what makes this next cool shit in nature is going to send us into the final words. Um, and this time, I'm going to be the guy that does cool shit then final words. A little special, you, you know, because it is the year. But anyways... This is everyone's favorite cool shit in nature this year. Um, thank you, everyone, for mentioning it. Uh, Matt, I don't know if you've seen this one. I have not. It's this a nice, calming, relaxing one. Brand new. They fly through German black forest. Yeah. It looks like Oregon, honestly. I think if there's one thing I'm learning about how this is the favorite one, uh, it's that I should probably stop doing all the animal fights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that shit's been frowned upon since Michael Vick, you know, so. I mean, it wasn't on, like, necessarily that level, Matt, but. Oh, okay. But anyways, yeah, we brought back that classic soothing drone footage through that German black forest. Um, it is a nice, calming one. Um, I could see why people liked it. Yeah, it's peaceful. It's hot. It's August right now. You know, um, you probably want some nice snow because winter's right around the corner. and That'll be fun. Uh, we're excited for a whole nother year of adventures. Uh, I know me whoa, and Matt. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. Hold your yeah. tongue. I, I was going to We're getting into final words here. Well, I was just You're, You No, no. We always go with our guest first. I wasn't getting into final words yet. I was no, just hyping up. <laughs> oh, boo. I was just hyping up the year. No, Dude. this guy. Oh, my God. Save it for your final words. Save it oh, for your final words. Because I'm going to be that guy that cuts you off to make sure <laughs> that Matt Buddy, our guest, gets to do his final words. Matt Buddy, what do you got for us? Anything you want? Go. Yeah, man. Um, no, I appreciate you guys having me on, as always. I need to, like, come up with some catchy tagline that I say when I'm on here or some sign-off or some shit. I'm going to, like, think some shit up in my kitchen over here, and then I'll get back <laughs> to you guys. But uh, maybe I'll do a rap next time, because I've been, like, working on some, like, raps and shit when I'm just, oh, like, a little bit. A little yeah, bit. I can already see the emails coming in. That <laughs> buddy's mixtape. Yeah, I'll give you we'll guys. We'll debut it. Thing. We'll debut it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, sometimes I just get like in a rhythm listening to something, and I start like, yeah, I just get into it in that zone. Download some instrumentals and get go at it. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, no, it was a pleasure being on. Um, yeah, Mark and I had an awesome weekend this last weekend, and that was a much needed getaway. You know, it was it was. What was it like low 80s down there, you know, high up in the mountains and stuff and just couldn't ask for better 
situation there. Um, you know, we just rolled up into some random campground and pitched a tent, you know, and Mark was like, when the fuck does that happen? You know? It doesn't. Because shit's all booked up, you know? Unless you're in Wingle. <laughs> yeah, that's but, uh No, um, yeah, you know, it, right now, to the viewers, you know, it's a good time to get out in nature. It's, it's the hardest summer, you know. Um, you know, get out while you can, you know. Uh, enjoy, enjoy all these national parks and our public lands and uh, do your research. And, yeah, you can see some pretty amazing things when you get out there. Love it. I love it. I love it. All right, Zach, now – you can do your final words. Whatever, guys. It's, uh, you know, I was just going to say I'm excited for the year to come, the adventures to come, the snow, the fun winter adventures we have planned, the fun summer adventures we plan. Me and Matt in a couple weeks uh, from when this podcast comes out or while this podcast comes out or a week after, just watch the social medias. If you want to keep up to date on what we're doing, like that's where you're going to see it. Um, and we're going to go, uh, we're going to take a boat to Seeley Lake and, uh, we're going to put a boat on Seeley Lake. Um, so the adventure of Matt and Zach continues, probably have a podcast episode to talk about that. I know Matt has some things planned coming forward. Uh, you're doing a big trip with your family. So we're going to definitely have to have you back on and maybe talk about all that fun stuff you got planned coming in the next. Yeah. Month. Yeah. I'm not going to reveal the names of the parks, but I'm going to be going to two new national parks. So we'll, we'll let the viewers try to guess which ones those are. Hey, Lakota Thunder 82, follow him on Instagram. You'll probably see the pictures before we will, because uh, he doesn't share that kind of stuff with us via phone. I'm not a, I'm not a social media person, guys. I mean, you could just share the photos with your friends and be like, look, here's where I'm at. But it is what it is, but I'm excited art fans i'm just i'm happy that we got wanderers man people are out there they're listening to us they're they're you know they're picking up litter they're practicing what we're preaching we're doing great things we're having fun uh and we're seeing some cool places we're seeing cool shit in nature and we got another year of it planned um hopefully we get to do some international traveling this year that's something we definitely want to really get into um we'll see what the covid gods have in store um come 2022 but uh until then, man, to another 52 more. There we go. There we go. I love it. I love it. Reverend's final words of the year of wandering. Um, stay beautiful, everybody. Gosh, I cannot tell you how thankful I am for all of our wanderers. That If you stay, if you listen day one, whew, let us know because you deserve some sort of swag pack or something. They need to be uh, on the episode. No. <laughs> yeah, you deserve something. Uh, but people, we got along the train. Can't thank you enough. I really can't thank every single. If I could, I'd thank every single one of the wanderers for listening. Um, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, Matt, buddy. Thank you for coming on today, sharing the special day with us. Uh, it was a treat. It's always a treat when it is with you. Um, you. And all of our other guests that we had on this year, thank you guys all so much for coming on. Hopefully we can have some of you guys back. Um, you know, I can't think of enough people to thank, um, but just go out there, be beautiful, do something nice, pick up some trash, um, say I love you to someone, um, just be, be the best you you can be. Um, that being said, peace out, everybody. 
Bye.